Here we are, downtown Indianapolis, Wave 1 Media, 120 East Market Street, episode 14 of the Sam Fouch Show. I got the man, the myth, the legend, father, <laughs> entrepreneur, meteorologist. Is there any, anything I'm missing there, Mike? No, I think that's a pretty good intro. If you guys don't know this yeah. man, it's Michael Clark, business owner, BMWX, Michael Clark Experience, basketball player. Not very good, though. I'm not either, but he's solid. He's yeah. solid. You got that step back going. Yeah. yeah. Let's start here, Mike. I'll take, it. I'll take it. How did you, as we mentioned weather, how did you get into the weather game? I know it was, I believe it originated when you were really young. Mm-hmm. How, how did you even get, oh, I want to be a meteorologist? Um, that's a good question. I think that um, the weather fascinates me. When I was, uh, let's see, I was in third grade at a parent-teacher conference, Okay. and um, the sky turned green, and we had to um, seek shelter during a wow. parent-teacher conference. And so I'd ask the question, I said, you know, I was asking around, you know, why, why is the sky green? What's, what's going on right now? And, and, and um, someone had said it's because there was a tornado. And I thought, well, that's crazy. I mean, it was like green, like the color of like those scooters out there. That's crazy. Green. And so I, I thought, oh, okay. Um, later to find out that, you know, the sky turns green because of hail. Wow. Not necessarily because of tornadoes, but it just kind of grabbed my attention. And just, it, it was more so uh, curiosity. Right. And uh, it just grew from there. Did you go to school for weather? Or Eventually I did. Um, I went to Mississippi State University. Um, did their online program for operational meteorology. And uh, um, most of it's self-taught, honestly. Right. Um, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of college. Um, I think a lot of what college stands for is kind of a joke. Um, Should so, we talk about college now? <laughs> uh, I mean, if you want, we can go on a, on a tangent. But uh, no, I just, uh, a lot of it's self-taught, but that's where I went right. and got some education from. Yeah. So I know you just didn't hop into owning or part owner of BAM. How, how, how did you get to that point? Did you work for a weather company? What were kind of the steps that you took to even take that leap? Um, so what really fascinated me the most was kind of how weather impacted technology and the economy and right. um, the amount of money that could be made or lost on um, a weather forecast. Um, for Very example, true. if a guy, if a guy is paving, um, you know, a, a certain distance of highway miles and putting an asphalt sealer down may cost him $250,000 to do that. Right. Um, you know, or if a, a company needs to order salt uh, for snow removal, it may be a $100,000 order. Uh, and they, they need accurate information to, pl- to spend that kind of money. Right. Um, it goes well beyond just, hey, tell me what the weather is. No, it's really about how much money these decisions cost people. Right. It's millions of dollars. Um, it, you know, so, yeah, they, they need information that's, that's basically ensuring that their decision is a wise one. Big money's on the line, especially farming. I would be. Yeah, it's anything. I mean, you know, it, it can be anything. It's uh, professional, like MLB. Uh, right. NFL. I mean, uh, any, anybody, you know, it's, there's something's on the line for right. safety. You know, spectators, you know, want people struck by lightning, um, all kinds of things. 
So you understood those concepts. You understood that there's money to be lost if someone doesn't have accurate weather. So what kind of brought together you, your business partners, to create a company around that? So originally, uh, originally we storm chased. Oh wow! As a hobby, <laughs> okay. We we tornado chased, and uh, that's crazy. We were getting some tornado footage one day, and someone said, "Hey, you know, they bought our footage to put it on." Uh, news station and they said hey uh, we need a name to attribute the the stuff to and we we're like i don't i don't know what the name is All right so our names are brian amanda and michael and we were driving down the road and thought well i guess i don't know call it bam uh. it was i mean we didn't have any time to think about it we right were, we were on live television oh oh so it was live it was live it was like ah uh, yeah we're it's bam uh, you know and then we we made the color of the logo red, white, and blue. Is that where the uh, tornado came from? Cause you're yeah, because you were chasing tornadoes. Oh, and, what a brand. That's and, awesome. And uh, that's where it came. What about WX? Weather. Oh. Short for weather. Wow. Uh-huh. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys were literally chasing tornadoes? You three, yeah. the business owners? Uh-huh. Yeah. Chasing tornadoes out in uh, Illinois. Just for a hobby? Yeah. Just for fun. That's nuts. Just for fun. And then... What a story. It... Uh, People started asking for weather forecasts. and um, So it was one of those where you kind of didn't even, it kind of just happened more than pursuing it, or both. Yeah, uh, a little bit of both. Everything we've ever done has been by request or um, someone has, has said, it, you should do this. And one thing I think in, in business that people lack is the ability to act now. Oh, for sure. The ability to... Um, uh, commit now and figure it out later. Yeah. I, I always say people, uh, there's this, uh, a saying I use with my staff quite a bit is paralysis by analysis. Oh, for sure. And people are just, they're reading and they're listening and they're watching and they're trying to do this and do that. And, and at the end of the day, like you just gotta, you just need to do it. You just gotta commit to something and then you figure it out as you go. Right. And that's, that's really what we did. That's what we still do. Right. That's, the key to our success. I, I mean, as soon as you go quick, too, you're going to make a mistake, but that quickness allows you to resolve that mistake even faster. Yeah, you learn. I mean, the, you know, you just learn. And right. There's no better way to learn than actually doing it. So when did you guys start? Uh, January of 2011. We're actually coming up on our 10-year anniversary uh, this January, and uh, that's when we first were incorporated. Um, we actually started probably about a year before that. So really we've been going out about 11 years. Wow. Um, Decade already. Yeah. I mean, the first, uh, let's see, five years. The first five years, I think I made a total from the entire company uh, in five years combined that I made in my sixth year of being in business as a personal income to give you an idea of like how long it took to actually make any money on it. Right. That's what I was going to ask. So adding to that point, when you guys did start your company, what would you say is your advice or what does it take to actually be an entrepreneur? What are some big, big things that you think need to happen, need to be put into play to actually run a company and be successful? Man, I think it's... Obviously, the first one, sorry to interrupt you, would be knowing that making money is going to take a minute. <laughs> took, took, took a couple of years. Yeah, I mean, you've... you've I mean, I think the cliche answer is 
the answer that everyone's going to give you is, is you've got to really enjoy what you're doing. Right. Um, because if you don't enjoy it, if you don't love it, you're going to quit. You're not going to want to keep doing it because who's going to want to do something for free that they're not enjoying. Right. So that's first and foremost, find your passion, wrap your career around it. You won't work anymore. That's a John Maxwell quote. Um, but you know, it's, it's more than that, Sam, it's really, um, people lack discipline for sure. People lack discipline and people don't, people want to talk about money and, and success and business and, and, but they don't want to do anything about it. And they think that just because they talk about it, it makes them an entrepreneur. Right. Uh, and it doesn't, um, yeah, the big difference is, 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 is discipline. I would say number one, you got to love it. Number two, discipline. And I would say number three, um, is you've just got to do it. Right. I mean, you, and that's why it's so many people have great ideas. Oh yeah. Everybody's got ideas. And, and, and a lot of ideas would probably do really well. Uh, they just don't do anything with them, whether it be fear, whether it be, um, uh, you know, uncomfortableness or, right. um, you know, entrepreneurship is really just, I mean, really the best title for an entrepreneur, really, I would, I would, I would call it a, a professional shit eater. Really? And that's why I say this because I don't typically, um, you know, kind of talk like that, but in that sense, it's very necessary because you take a lot of, a lot of crap from people all day long and you, you have to be willing to endure that. For sure. People are going to, and you have to understand that if your clientele isn't happy, you don't get paid. It's not a, it's not corporate America where you have guaranteed income. All right. So you, you have to do, you have to keep people happy. All right. And a lot of times that just means eating their shit. All right. Which isn't a lot of fun. No, nobody likes to do no. that. I think another big one is self-awareness. I think a lot of people are afraid what people are going to think about them. Are they going to fail? Are they going to succeed? And even if they do fail, get back up and try something else. Do it again. I think a lot of people just care so much on people's opinions. Yeah, they, I mean, if you if you want to go into business for yourself and you're worried about the opinions of others, you're gonna ha- you're gonna have a really difficult time. You're gonna struggle um, from the get go. Yeah, I just don't think you can do it. Those two don't really go together. No, I, I think if you if self awareness isn't in play, you might as well go work a job for somebody who has self awareness. <laughs> personally, yeah. Well, off the entrepreneurship topic, let's mm-hmm. hop it. Let's go. Let's get into Bam. Mm-hmm. Interesting business model, by mm-hmm. the way. It's from my from outside barrier, I notice it's more of a subscription-based weather platform, if I said that correct. Yeah, I would say that's accurate. To where Michael and his team offer weather services that be more in-depth than what you can find on your phone or from an app, per se, or the news. Mm -hmm. So to go into that, why is someone choosing BMWX Weather, paying for that subscription, versus the free avenues that are available? Yeah, I mean, simply put, is is that you know you got to think about how often you you yourself have seen the weather forecast be wrong right that's a good yeah free apps or watching the news station or listening to the radio you know you've got to think about there's times where it's like that's that's a pretty horrible forecast <laughs> yeah you know and so these people that we talked about at the beginning of the show is that the people that that need to make big, big money decisions on this stuff can't have inaccurate information. Right. Or they at least need information that's more accurate. 
Right. It's not always going to, it's not, a, just because you subscribe doesn't mean it's guaranteed 100% accuracy. For sure. That's not what that means. Um, but it means just higher quality information. Right. Um, it's a tool on your belt to aid in your decision making process. Okay. So, do you service just the average typical day to day person? Do you focus B2B, B2C? What is kind of your guys's, or, or both? Definitely business to business. Okay. Definitely. Um, we have people that are, that are um, personal. Right. You know, <clears throat> we have some people that subscribe because they are um, afraid of tornadoes. Really? They have a fear, a, le- a legitimate fear. Wow. Um, or some people are legitimately terrified of thunderstorms. Wow. Uh, it's, it's to where, like, it paralyzes them. Right. That's how scared they are. So people will subscribe to get information, you know, on that. Right. So. That's interesting. Yeah. So mm-hmm. let's talk about, because it's, Mike was telling me before the show, what are some of your biggest clients, big names? Um, yeah, so, you know, we have, um, Eli Lilly, um, we have, uh, uh, the Cincinnati Reds, the Pittsburgh Pirates, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Children's Museum, um, we have Beck's Hybrids, largest seed company in the world, Collins Aerospace, uh, they design tanks and fighter jets for the Air Force and for the Army. Wow. Um, you know, uh. Gosh, it goes on and on and on. Um, Houston Pilots—they're a—they're a multi-billion-dollar shipping company out of Houston. They run ships in and out of their their harbor. Um, Tovar Snow and Outworks Company—they're uh, a huge uh, company. They do snow removal for Amazon, Home Depot, Walmart, all these major corporations, and they pay us for that. Right, in, you know that intel. So, yeah, I mean the list goes on and on. I mean it's. Yeah, say so I had a few Butler University, Butler University, Eldora Speedway. What else we got here? Tony Stewart Racing Team, uh, the Pirates, mm-hmm. the Pittsburgh Pilots, Pittsburgh Steelers. Didn't you do it for the World Series? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did the World Series for the Atlanta Braves. Yeah. How how do you get these relationships? How do you do that? I mean, well, these are big big boy clients we're talking about. Well, when you do good, right? The word travels and people people inquire. They they reached out to us. So you're not even doing active. I mean, you are. I know you do marketing, obviously. Shout out to Harris Media Marketing, but <laughs> <laughs> we do we do. Uh, in fact, we you know we work with with uh, with you guys on that, and and it, the marketing does well, right? Um, but I will tell you, we we this is our we've only been doing it now for about a year. Marketing, yeah. Wow, a lot of our stuff is is all organic growth. I mean, it's. Um, my personality, my brand is transparent, brutally honest, uh, charismatic. I guess I'm just I'm a, just an honest. Per- I just don't hold back, right? And I and people like that. Yeah. Sometimes I mean a certain set of people. <laughs> There's other people that don't like that, and that's okay. Um, but a lot of our stuff was built on uh, just good old fashioned. Hard, uh, hard work on on growing a brand. That's crazy. So yeah. I know you guys have massive followings on it. I mean, some of your live streams get six hundred viewers plus. It's just yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of people want to know what the weather's going to do. And right. Over the years, we've built a reputation that um, the weather we we give accurate weather, so people right. like to hop on. And if there's a big snowstorm, I mean, we'll have 
we'll have a, a live view uh, or live video that'll go, you know, five, six hundred thousand views. What? I mean, it's, live? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not that's at once, but as over in the, in the yeah. life of the video. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, we'll have fifteen hundred. I've had I've had twenty five hundred live viewers at one time. You know, dang. Uh, but again, that's just because of our reputation right. that we built. And everybody wants to know accurate weather. Yeah, I mean, I'm not getting on there doing cartwheels. <laughs> you know, I'm getting on there giving giving information that people can can use. All right. I, I mean, I've even seen on your stories where I remember that first snow just this past year. I mean, you were did you even sleep those couple days? No, not when it snows. There's no sleep. I didn't think so. Uh. Uh-uh. Now there's even sometimes where uh, you 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 forget to eat. You know, you've been working so long. You oh yeah, I need to eat some food. Um, but that's just the way that it is. So so what do you do? Say through a snowstorm, are you just looking at the monitors, or how does that work as a meteorologist? Yeah, you're looking at different weather models. You're looking at different reports. You're checking live observations and weather radar and all that kind of stuff. You're just constantly watching the system evolve. People need they need information. Uh, updated information. Right. You know, some people need to know as soon as it quits snowing so they can get out there and start plowing snow and throwing salt down. Right. Okay. So let's move into this because obviously we know in today's climate, finding uh, finding labor's uh, finding gold. <laughs> Diff- yeah. Different topic. Yeah. So <laughs> here's the problem with that, Sam, is, is that uh, people, um, people in this day and age are um here's the best way to describe this like you you put out a piece of paper okay right and there's 10 bullet points there's 10 sentences if you will and at the end there's a sentence at the very bottom that says here's the takeaway people get that whole sheet of paper and they read here's the takeaway and they forgot everything else above it right because they're lazy they don't want to read the whole sheet of paper of course not that's the problem the problem is, is people are lazy, and they have a sense of entitlement. I they agree. think I went to college, I have a degree. You should hire me because I have a degree. Actually, if you have a degree, it actually kind of makes me second guess even talking to you. Really? Yes. Why would you say that? Because people with degrees think they know everything and think they're prepared for all of it, and they're not. They're not even close to it. So I think that people, I think it's a, uh, you know, I. It's 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 just this, it's this. It's, there's a problem with it, Sam. That people they they think that that's the end all be all. Well, and they come to me, they're a hundred grand in debt um, to get a degree from Purdue or Indiana or whatever, and uh, they don't know near what they need to know. So, what are you looking for in the hiring process to to work for BAM? To be a meteorologist or to just to work for BAM? What are the specific positions available? Start there. So a meteorologist, obviously, first and foremost. Um, engineer, um, website engineer, um, sales, you know, right. just flat out selling, um, administrative work, assistance, and that, um, part-time right. stuff. To be a meteorologist or to be an engineer with us, um, we look for a very rare person. And what I mean by that is, is uh, the typical engineer, the typical meteorologist, even if they have 20 years of experience, if someone sends me a resume and says 20 years experience, yeah, I typically don't even read it. Wow. And the reason for that is because they're set in their ways. Okay. They're, they're pre-programmed to think they know everything because they've got 20 years of experience. Of course. 
and I don't I don't agree with that. I don't I don't like that. So I like people to be. Um, I like to replicate myself, right? Because I know what I need to know. My business is successful, makes millions. I don't need someone to come in and tell me what they know right. about my business. Right. Not saying that I'm not going to listen to them, because they may know something that could help. Chances are they don't. Yeah, but the, the the thing is, is being very selective. People that can think outside of the box. Okay. People who don't mind coming in early and staying late. And people who understand that every day in this world, in this in this industry, you're going to learn something new every single day. Every single day. Mm-hmm. And I would assume someone who's not afraid to make mistakes. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. I mean, you're going to make mistakes in anything that you do that you're trying to be great at and you're trying to excel. Um, it's inevitable as human. Right. You're going to mess up. Are you guys hiring a BAM? We're always hiring. Always hiring. Yeah. What are Pretty they? Pretty much what, always hiring. What's their ways to apply? Um, you know, they can just get on our website and contact us. Okay. Send a resume in, infobamwx.com. Um, you know, or hit us up on social media or college degree isn't required. No, (laughs) no, it's not. If you've got one great, but it's not going to qualify you. Really? No, it's not going to disqualify you, but it's not going to automatically qualify you. Wish every business in America would adapt that concept. See, here's the thing is they slowly are. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, this is this, this college thing is a, is a, is a, is a decadal problem. It's a, it's a scam for sure. All right. Because you are going to learn so much stuff that you will absolutely never use or need for sure. And you're going to pay $50,000 for it. Easy. And then you're going to get out of school and make $25,000 a year. It's a, it's a, it's a comfort thing too. Mm -hmm. And I think it has a lot to do with the society before being more or less brainwashed that if your kid doesn't go to school, they're, gonna be a failure well that's exactly what it is a lot of programming there a lot of programming and parents because if you don't program your mind the world will program it for you for sure and that's what they do that's what they do what'll be the next step for i know it's off bam but what will be the next step for kids coming up if they don't go to school what 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 can they do instead teach themselves use that thing called the internet i mean google i mean you know how much you can just there's so much you can get from from google yeah. It's it's mind blowing to me. Um, YouTube, any of it. I mean, there's so much, uh, you know, at our fingertips. If a guy wanted to, and he was hungry enough and disciplined enough, you could start a million dollar a year company from your cell phone. For sure, hundred percent. And and mo- a lot of people have done that. Oh yeah, we have more millionaires today than we ever have. Really? Yes. Um, you you get on your phone and download, uh, you know, Coinbase. And right. start trading crypto and become a millionaire in two weeks. Right. You know, I mean, you really, people, it happens. Doge, Dogecoin made more millionaires than anything in the history of this country. Seriously? Yes. You got some Doge, don't you? I did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> Good you got it. Glad you got out. I didn't, I didn't make millions on it. But, I didn't either. Um, but I mean, <laughs> you know, it's what I'm saying. It's just, there's so much more to, to things now than, than what there used to be. All right. This is Young Mantis. He's uh, worked at Barcel Sports, uh, mm. big time comedian, and... Uh, I think his last podcast, he's trying to break his degree. Break his degree. Can you give a little uh, little spice to that story? Yeah, you know, I got this prestige online Joe studies degree, but I tried to drop it. To smash the degree. Just dropped it, yeah, see what it would do. 
point is, we have a degree. We won't do anything for you as long as you're talented, have hard work and passion. Right, hundred percent. That's very true. I know. I, I mean, I know people with with PhDs who can't forecast a high temperature accurately. Right. I mean, that's seriously. And in my industry, there's a lot of that. Right. There's a lot of people with a lot of education, but they've sp- they've spent so much time in school that uh, they they can't apply it to the real world operations and functions of things. They don't know how. They weren't taught. I just think with social media too, even with Mantis, I mean. How much attention have you garnered just using your platforms versus the the college education you've consumed? Well, for me, if it wasn't going to college, I would have made all the connections that I had. True. Uh, experience, but I mean, just from phasing out of college and focusing more on being funny and creative, it's been a lot more better journey. How did you even get your job with Barcel? I used to be a ball boy for the Colts, and Pat McAfee he retired in 2017. He joined Barcelona Indy, and he was looking for interns. So myself and other ball boys hit him up, did me some guys in internships, made videos for him. I made a video called Ref Daddy. We're going to referee outfit and went to the hood of Indianapolis and started. I think I saw that video. And then I start from there. And then Is that on YouTube? Yeah. I think I've seen that video. <laughs> I think I've seen that too. Videos I Uh huh. There's no one gives a crap about the atmosphere. So you didn't even have the degree yet until you got that. No, I, I, it's I crazy. got Barcel the day before my senior year started. <laughs> but my mom was so my mom was so pro college. Same here, bud. Interesting. Uh, my I'm finit I know my mom's gonna hate when she hears this, but I mean I'm finishing to make her feel good. Uh-huh. Same with my grandparents. How much do you got left? One semester. One semester. Yeah. What are you going for? Business management. Yeah. Have you learned how to manage business? No. I, I did working for my dad for... I learned more in that year. I took a year off. Yeah. And worked for my dad's company. And uh-huh. I learned more working there than I have with anything related to school. But like Mantis said, uh, I have met... Like I met my guy who edits my video, helps me with everything, Carson Miller. Met him at, and he's a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Um, met some good connections. But, you know, me and Ron talked about it. If you're... Unless you're going for a solidified accountant, and even those you could still probably do without school. I'm not for sure. CPA, I don't know how those licensings go, but accountant, doctor, you know. Though, I would say doctor or lawyer. Doctor or lawyer. That's pretty much it in my book. I, I know. And the rest, <laughs> man, you, even accountant, I would say. You, yeah, you could do an accountant. You could do an accountant and get that or, CPA without a surgeon, it. you know, or whatever, but uh, yeah. I, it, it's definitely going to go, it's going to go under. You're going to start seeing these big schools. I mean, just how, how, how can kids even, how can they survive? 100 G's down, add the car payment, add the house payment. Mommy and daddy, grandma, grandpa. They better have big pockets. Trust fund, I don't know. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it either, man. Well, let's end it here. Well, I'm not done yet, but I want to ask this question. Uh-huh. What's the next road for BAM? What's the next steps, next year plan? I know you got big plans in, in your head. What do you see to go bigger? I know you have big goals. Yeah, I mean, um, there's a company who um, sold back in 2017 or 2018 for 998 million. Holy crap! It's a company called DTN, and they've been around since the 80s providing weather. Wow! So I am one by one taking them down. I take clients from them every day. 
Really? Yep. And that's what I'm going to continue to do. Um, I've made it. I've made it public. I don't care if they know about it. I'm going to take them. <laughs> um, and secondly, I we're we're working heavily in in our APIs, our automated data streams, and um, selling products to companies that provide them weather intel that are automated and and you know um, can help people but require no actual physical human right. to do that. Um, and there's millions and millions of dollars in that. So it's scaling towards things that do not require additional labor or people. Okay. Um, so it's working smarter and not harder. That's what I was going to say is your goal to, to get there. Is that by acquiring more humans or is that by acquiring more? A few, yeah. But, I mean, you know, you look at your average $10 million a year company, um, and they're going to have probably, I don't know, 50 employees maybe. Yeah, big bucks. Um, and I don't want that. You know, no. That's not, not my goal. I would like to have 20. Right. Uh, so, but scaling, and uh, and and one day selling for Big a couple book. hundred million dollars, retiring by the beach, calling it calling it good. There you go. I'll never retire. No. No. Always do something. I don't know what I'll. Yeah. Well, that's episode so. fourteen, Sam Fouch Show. Thank you, Michael Clark, for your time. I yep. appreciate Thanks, it. Uh, I'm on every platform, audio wise, YouTube. Thank you, Young Mantis, for giving me some input. Uh, Mike, if you want to give a shout out to your podcast, your company. Yeah. My podcast is just on, uh, the, on Spotify. It's on the Apple store, um, Google play or whatever. Uh, it's the Michael Clark experience. I think I've recorded now, um, 13 or 14 shows. Uh, you've already, um, matched me 15, 20 minute episodes. I, I talk real, I speak real. I talk about life. I, I don't, um, yeah, you can check it out. BamWX.com. BamWX.com. That's it. The guy for weather. That's a wrap. Sam Fouch Show.